Welcome to the podcast of the Unitarian Universalist Area Church at First Parish in Sherborne. No matter who you are, who you love, we welcome you into our community of religious seekers. Please join us for our Sunday worship services each week at 10.30 a.m. More information can be found on our website at www.uuac.org or visit our Facebook page at Sherborne Unitarian Universalist. Enjoy this week's podcast. A reading from A Power Governments Cannot Suppress by Howard Zinn. To be hopeful in bad times is not just foolishly romantic. It is based on the fact that human history is a history not only of cruelty, but also of compassion, sacrifice, courage, kindness. What we choose to emphasize in this complex history will determine our lives. If we see only the worst, it destroys our capacity to do something. If we remember those times and places, and there are so many, where people have behaved magnificently, this gives us the energy to act, and at least the possibility of sending this spinning top of a world in a different direction. And if we do act in however small a way, we don't have to wait for some grand utopian future. The future is an infinite succession of presence, And to live now as we think human beings should live, in defiance of all that is bad around us, is itself a marvelous victory. Thanks, Jen. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for gathering me here today. Thank you for showing up for each other and for yourselves during this hard time of reckoning in our country. Gratitude and joy are hard topics right now. I feel it. I struggled with approaching this sermon topic. See, a few weeks ago, before George Floyd's death and the resulting protests that have gripped our nation, this was going to be a service of celebration and joy for all of the things that COVID-19 canceled. Birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, Along with the ceremonies for our RE teachers, our bridgers, and our new members, I was going to lift up in celebration all of the milestones that we as a community have achieved despite the global pandemic. But as I approached writing this sermon, I had to admit that I don't really feel like celebrating right now. I feel angry. I feel guilty for my privilege. I want to speak up, but I also feel somehow impossibly inadequate and sad. I feel overwhelmed and exhausted. I imagine I'm not alone in naming some of these feelings. But I was talking to a dear friend the other day. She and her fiancé are getting married in September, and I'm officiating their wedding. So the day that we were talking was the 100th day until the wedding date, and she wanted to post something on social media about it. She wanted to celebrate that in a hundred days, she gets to marry the love of her life. But she told me in our conversation that she decided not to post anything. When I asked her why, she said, I don't feel like it's appropriate to be happy about anything right now. I mean, the world is on fire and won't it look selfish and insensitive to post about my wedding? I mean, I'll admit, at first I thought she might have had a point. How dare she be happy on social media in the midst of so much protest and anger and pain? 
But then I stopped myself and thought, no, 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 no. Because thinking about her wedding, thinking about being there and getting to be the person who marries her and her fiance brings such a big smile to my face. And for the briefest moment, it lifts me up and it's a lift that I sorely, sorely need. So I told her, no, no, post something, celebrate this momentous event. It's a big deal and it should be celebrated. Especially now, especially when everything feels like it's burning down, your wedding reminds me that there are things to hope for. Ring the bells that still can ring. Some of you already know where that line comes from. Maybe many of you do. My first Sunday here at UUAC, Nathan started his sermon as he often does with these lines, and feel free to say them with me. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That is how the light gets in. The line right before that one is, ring the bells that still can ring. So when I heard Nathan, my first thought was, oh, I love that song. And my second thought was, wait a second, he forgot a line. But today, that is my invitation to all of you. Ring the bells that still can ring. Find and grasp the joy and gratitude that life has to offer you right now. Celebrate that which deserves celebration, everything from weddings and graduations to blooming flowers and baby birds in their nests. Ring the bells, all of them. Now, I'm saying that not to discourage the calls for justice, but to support them. I offer this message not as a distraction from the protests and the anger and the resistance, but as a means of sustaining that fight. Because this is a long road, friends. We have a lot of work ahead of us, especially those of us who are white. We need to be resilient. We need to pace ourselves so that we can see the long arc of the universe bending towards justice. We are certainly in a moment right now, nobody would deny that, but systemic oppression is not a moment. It's not an event. It's a system built on decades, decades of power and privilege. And those systems are not dismantled overnight. So I think we need to hold our grief and our rage in one hand while we hold joy and gratitude in the other. But it's not an either or, you don't have to choose between them. In our reading, Howard Zinn said, human history is a history not only of cruelty, but also of compassion, sacrifice, courage, and kindness. We humans have an infinite capacity for weaving the complexities of life together, happiness and sorrow, anger and jubilation. So celebrating joy and feeling gratitude does not mean you're selfish. It does not mean you're ignoring the pain of others. And it does not mean that you're indifferent to suffering because joy gives us fuel to keep going. Gratitude builds resilience, it fosters mental well-being, and it can make us so much stronger. Don't we all need more strength right now to respond to the cries of our world? Psychology professor Robert Emmons states that, quote, in the face of demoralization, gratitude has the power to energize. In the face of brokenness, gratitude has the power to heal. And in the face of despair, Gratitude has the power to bring hope. I'll add that gratitude reminds us that we belong to each other, that we belong to something bigger than ourselves. Our community is our place of belonging, 
This place holds all of us during this hard time. And it is in this community with each other that we can find the strength to do the work of resistance, of understanding and undoing white privilege, and most importantly, to reach for the beginnings of the healing that is so sorely needed in our world. So friends, my list of gratitude and joy is long. I have a lot of bells to ring. I am grateful for this community, for my belonging to it, for being mentored and shaped within it. I'm grateful for my family. I find joy in the birds that come to my feeder each morning. I find bliss in a daily nap. Naps are important. In cooking myself really good food and long talks with old friends. I am renewed, so deeply renewed by the solidarity that I am witnessing in daily protests around the globe. And I love with my whole heart our faith that has always, always stepped up to answer the call to justice. These are the bells that I could ring, friends. Find your bells and ring them. I urge you to do so. Howard Zinn says to live now as we think human beings should live in defiance of all that is bad around us is itself a marvelous victory. So if we want a world of justice and peace, let us not lose sight of the joy that is already available to us and the gratitude that we can build on. That is how we will make it down this long road together. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. That was beautiful.
Friends, will you join me in reciting our call to ministry? The words will be in the chat box. We go forth into the world in peace, to act with works of love, to affirm each person's dignity, and to cherish the living earth. Friends, there is too much hardship in the world not to find joy every day. There is too much injustice in the world not to right the balance every day. There is too much pain in this world not to heal every day. Each of us ministers to a weary world. Let us go forth now and do that which calls us to make this world more loving, more compassionate, and more filled with grace every day. Amen.